What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. I'm Nathan Holloway, and with me, as always, my good buddy, Jarrett Dresch. What's going on? So we have a lot to dive into, a lot of big NFL news, and that's where we're going to start. Biggest news of the week, Deshaun Watson traded to the Browns for 2022, 23, and 24 first-round pick and a fourth-round pick in 2022, and then... The Browns signed him to a five-year, $230 million guaranteed contract, which is the highest ever taking over from Aaron Rodgers. So, what does this mean for the Browns? Would you have made this trade with how much you've given up? And how does this affect Baker Mayfield? Baker's out. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, he, he demanded a trade last week, but his nobody wants to trade for him. His no. market is complete crap. Well, I mean, Nobody wants he was, him. I, like, I was watching, I don't know what I was watching. It was a false take. It was a get up something. He ranked like below 20 on every yeah, single Yeah, he was 27th. Thing. He yeah. was 27th in total QBR, which is terrible. I get he played with, with a, a bad one. shoulder and everything, but I don't know. I don't I don't like this. I like the move for the Browns because it's Sean Watson. I mean, he's still 25 years old. But to sign him to this contract, not knowing how many games he's going to play. Yeah. Because, I mean, he still has 22 accounts against him. He's going to get suspended. Yeah. I mean, we saw Big Ben in the past, after he had one account against him, get suspended for six games. So, for Deshaun, it's at least six, six games. So, I, I don't know if the if I was the Browns, I don't know if I would have done this. I might have stuck with Baker until possibly after Deshaun. I mean, I know... I know other teams are interested in them, the Panthers, the Falcons, all that, but I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think the Browns just said they can't get no worse. Well, true. I mean, so they said, screw it, let's go for it. If it works out, it works out, and if it does work out, there will be a playoff team. I mean, this is like their 22nd quarterback since 1999. Yeah. So One of them's got to work out eventually. And if anybody can, it's Deshaun. Yeah. If he plays. Another big, talking going back to the Falcons, Matt Ryan traded to the Colts for a 2022 third-round pick. And, of course, the Falcons picked up Marcus Mariota to be their starting quarterback. Do you like this for the Colts? <sighs> it's hard to say because Matt Ryan's getting up there in age. I think he's, what, 37? Somewhere around there. He's a veteran. But you can't really say anything about the Falcons because they're trash. He had no help. So yeah, I mean their offensive line's terrible. I mean after Calvin Ridley basically left. Yeah, and instead of <clears throat> focusing on mental health, he focused on gambling. We saw where that led up, and so their only receiver was Kyle Pitts. Yeah, and they does double team in every game. Yeah. So I mean I think it's gonna be he's better than Carson Wentz. I I don't agree with that. I I wouldn't have made this trade. I mean a third round pick. I'm surprised the they the Falcons didn't want more. I really am, but I would have kept. I would have kept Wentz. Wentz could still be good. I mean, he had one year there. Yes, he choked with the two games at the end of the playoffs, the Jaguars game, the last week of the season, which they needed to win. All they did was need to win to get in, and he just choked. But the the Colts are a very good team. They have one of the best defenses in the league. Their offense, they need some receivers. But they got the best running back in the game right now. Yes, they do. But. Honestly, Matt Ryan to the Colts, I don't see them with how the AFC is built right now. I don't see them making the playoffs unless they win the division. That's a tough task with the Titans. Yeah, Titans could be a tough team. Another 
Another terrible move by my Green Bay Packers because our GM is just the stupidest person alive. Devontae Adams traded to the Raiders for just a 2022 and 2023 first round pick. Of course, Devontae said he didn't want to play on the tag. We offered him more money than the Raiders, but Devontae was like, screw you. Which I don't I don't blame him after Aaron Rodgers just screwed around the whole offseason the last two years and waited for him him to be like, Yeah, I wanna come back because I'm stupid. And then our GM's like, Oh yeah, I'm stupid too. Let's bring him back. You know, the whole Green Bay organization is just stupid right now. Well, with the, this is a big blow. The Green oh, Bay. this is a huge blow. They're not they're not making playoffs now. The only receiver they have on the team that's actually relevant besides Randall Cobb, even though he's like a 1,000 years old, is Alan Lazard. He's not that good. No. They're looking to bring in Marquez Valdez-Scantling back. Yay. And they're also looking at Julio Jones and Will Fuller. I'd love Will Fuller. I like Will Fuller. But Julio? Julio's old, injury-prone as crap, and he's going to want a big contract. He won't play. No. So I, I, I hate this. I really do. The Raiders, though, Devontae going back. With Derek Carr, of course, they played with each other in college at Fresno State. This is a huge move for the Raiders. They needed another weapon on offense besides Brian Edwards, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro. So, Devontae basically just fills in for Henry Ruggs, except he's a million times better, and he's probably not going to do stupid off-the-field stuff. Yeah. So, the Raiders are, I believe this moves them into second in the AFC West. I really do. Behind the Chargers. I mean, they're a playoff team for sure. No doubt. They're they're definitely a playoff team. And talking about another AFC West team, the Chiefs could not get a deal done with Tyreek Hill. This news broke this morning. He was traded to the Dolphins for a 2022 first, second, two fourth-round picks, and a sixth. First off, we'll, we'll get into the Chiefs in a second. But how in the hell do they get more for Tyreek Hill than Green Bay got for Devontae? Like, yeah, we got two first-round picks, but they get a first, second, two fourths, and a sixth. They get five picks. We get two. And not to take anything away from Tyreek. I don't really like Tyreek, but he's a great player. Devontae's a lot better. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill also, the Dolphins gave him the largest extension ever for a wide receiver. He's now making the most, $30 million every year, which passes Devontae's salary. Do you like this for the Dolphins and the Chiefs? I'm not a Chiefs fan. I hate the Chiefs. So, I'm glad he's gone because they're going to suck now. Yes. Because, honestly, that team was big with Tyreek Hill. A lot of people don't want to say it, but Tyreek Hill is better than Travis Kelsey on that team. He did more for that team. Just because of the speed. Yeah. And his route running. So, I like it for the Dolphins. It gets Tua, another weapon. And also for the Dolphins, him and Jalen Waddle together, them are two of the fastest wide receivers in the league. Good luck guarding them. Yep. And then if Tua can just... And plus, the Dolphins have been making moves on the offensive line. Bolstering that, that's really the only thing they needed to help protect Tua. I, mean, I think, honestly, this could be a playoff team in the making. It could. I mean, the AFC is just so jam-packed. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's going to be tough to see the Dolphins make the playoffs because, I mean, even in their own division, they still have the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah. But, I mean, the Patriots did get worse. Yeah. But I, I, I love it for the Dolphins... I, the Chiefs are not making the playoffs now. I will say that right now. They are not making the playoffs. They are the fourth best team in that division now because their defense still is not that good. They didn't really do anything on defense and free agency. 
Wide receiver, yeah, they brought in Juju, but coming off an injury. Juju has been well with two heels. And also, when, when I saw Juju go there with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, I'm like, this could be great for them. Like, Mahomes always had Kelsey Hill, didn't really have another guy on the other side to throw it to because McCole Hardman hasn't really shown up since he's been drafted. Byron Pringle, they lost him in free agency. He played well at the end of last season. But for this, they now have Travis Kelsey, who's getting up there in age. I mean, he's still a top three tight end in the league. I wouldn't give the best tight end in the league, although a lot of people will disagree with me. And then they have Juju. But can Juju come back from his injury? Can he come back from probably going out and making TikToks with Patrick Mahomes' brother now? So I, I really don't like this for the Chiefs. I don't believe they'll be a playoff team, especially last year when in the beginning of the year that was their problem was their offense. They couldn't really get it going. Now you lose your best receiver. Juju's got big shoes to fill. Yes, he does. And, I mean, they could spend some more money. I don't think they have a lot of money to spend, but they could spend some more money. There's still some solid wide receivers, Julio, Will Fuller, guys like that. So they, they could easily replace Tyreek, but you're not going to get a player like Tyreek. No. A thing that I don't have on here, but the Rams just continue continue to spend money that I have no idea how they have. They are getting, they are having a conversation with Bobby Wagner right now, the best middle linebacker in the league, in my opinion. He was cut from the Seahawks. And they're in talks with him right now, and they both have a mutual agreement to get a deal signed today. That's just another person they need on that already stout defense. I mean, NFL, do something. Because the Rams are, they're building, they, they, it's a super team. It is a super team. You don't talk about super teams in NFL like you do in NBA. Oh, MLB. But this is a freaking super team. And if they do not win the Super Bowl this year, it is the most disappointing season in NFL history, in my opinion. So, moving on to the association. The Suns just continue to win. They've won five straight. They're, they're going to win the conference. I mean, I think they're up nine games on the Grizzlies right now with a few weeks left in the season. Talking about the Grizzlies, they're the two seed. They play the Nets tonight on ESPN. It's going to be a very fun game. A team that's not looking very good. The Warriors, they're struggling without Curry. They are only six and a half games ahead of Minnesota for the seven seed. The seven seed. They are the three seed right now. They're a game up on the Jazz. Actually, half a game up because I made this before. They somehow lost to the Magic last night. Like, no offense to the Magic, but the Magic are straight trash. They're the worst team in the NBA. And if you're the Warriors, you cannot lose. They didn't even put up 100 points. So, Draymond said in his press conference. Yes. And, of course, Mo Bamba hit the game winner. Mo Bamba. I love Mo. And, of course, for the Magic, another big thing for them, Jonathan Isaac, who's one of my favorite guys, is he was already not coming back. But rehabbing his ACL injury, he hurt his hamstring. And he had to have another surgery. They said they're optimistic that he should be ready for next season. But with Jonathan Isaac right now, please, please, just come back. Like, just be healthy. Put bubble wrap on yourself or some. Put biofreeze all over your body. And just go out there and play some basketball. So going back to the Warriors, how far do you think they'll fall? I don't think they'll fall out of the 
a playoff spot. Okay, they're not going to fall out of a playoff spot. But they're going to fall probably a couple spots. The farthest they could fall is, like I said, the 7 seed Minnesota. They're only six and a half games ahead. I could see them falling to fifth or sixth seed. Yeah. I really could. This is – if the Warriors were healthy, they would be the best team in the league. But this – without Curry, they're struggling. A team that is no longer struggling or – the last few games, they haven't been. The Lakers looking a lot better, but they still sit in the ninth seed. Of course, they play Joel and B, James Harden, and the 76ers tonight on ESPN. And LeBron is not playing for the Lakers, so it's a loss. Like, you can go ahead and put the L on the schedule, right? So, for, if the Lakers make the play-in, do you expect them to do anything No, the lose, they'll lose first round. If, if they even make the first round. Yeah. I agree. In the East, the Heat stay on top. And they did lose to the Bucks the other night. And the Bucks are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Defeated the Bulls last night, who are now 0-15 against top three seeds in the East and the West. Everybody was calling the Bulls cuties. And they are. They're good against crap teams. But when they play the best teams, they're terrible. And, of course, you're going to be happy with this one. The Celtics are 9-1 and one in their last 10. They're tied... For the two spot in the East. And of course, them, the Bucks are tied. They could get by the Heat. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the Heat haven't been playing that well Yeah. over the last few weeks. Teams that have been playing well, though, the Nets have turned it around a lot. But for them, if they make the play-in right now, they'd be playing the Raptors. And for them, that would be the worst thing that could happen. Because Kyrie cannot play in Toronto, and he can't play in Brooklyn. So you would be without Kyrie on the road and out. Yeah. So that is the worst possible thing that could happen is them playing the Raptors. Another team that's just been unbelievable, the Hornets, apparently signing Isaiah Thomas to a, season, the, a contract for the rest of the season just makes you play better because they have been great. They were almost the 11 seed. They're now the 9 seed as they pass the Hawks, who just, Trey Young just torched the Knicks at Madison Square Garden last night. Again. Yeah. But Stephen A is very happy today. I don't watch first take, so kind of glad I didn't because he was probably not happy. And LeBron, LeBron is tied with Embiid and Giannis with a few weeks left in the season for the scoring title. Of course, a few games ago, he passed Carl Malone for second all-time in points. Do you think he's never won a scoring title? Do you think he can win the scoring title this year? Averaging 29.8 points per game, he's tied with Giannis and Embiid. He has a chance, but it's going to be tough. I, I, I'd love, I'd to, love see to see him. I'd love to see him, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, with he's he gets arrested too much yeah. just because he's 37. But, I mean, for him to be 37 and averaging 29, almost 30 points That's per game. That's impressive. I believe that either Giannis or Embiid, more likely Giannis, because I feel like the Sixers might – Rest and bead. The playoffs. Yes, especially with his injury history, stuff like that. So, I unfortunately, I don't believe LeBron will get it. I'll love but to hey, see it. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe who knows? Wrong. Do it, LeBron. Do it for your gut stats. That's your deal. Moving on to the MLB. <laughs> Freddie Freeman is a Dodger. Carlos Correa is a twin. Trevor Story is a Red Sox. And Nick Castellanos is a Philly. Hmm. Out of all these moves that came out earlier this week, earlier last week, after we did last week's show, which of these do you like the most? I don't like Fuddy going to the Dodgers. So I'm not a Dodgers fan, but Atlanta did Fuddy Wong. They they did. They really did. Correa with the Twins. He's not going to help the Twins that much. Twins were already trash last year. 
the best move, in my opinion, is Trevor Story on the Red Sox. I agree with you. This is a team that could make the World Series, in my opinion. I mean, they got Devils at Thorn. And they he, have Bogart at Short, and they have him at second. Yes, because he came out today and said that he does not want to take Short from Xander, and he's fine playing second. And Xander's a better shortstop, in my opinion, defensively. Trevor's the better offensive tool, maybe, for Powell, but contact-wise, it's Xander. And then the outfield... I mean, this and this this team needs to get closers though. Yes. Because the closing sucks. And they did, did last year and it did two years ago. That's what helped. That's what stopped them from getting better last year. Well, well I mean, yeah. their their whole division right now. I mean, everybody in that division is good besides the Orioles. Yeah. But I mean, it's gonna be amazing to watch this division race between the Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, and Rays. Yeah. I mean, this is gonna be. These are all teams that have playoff. Hopes. This is all teams that have World Series hopes, not yeah. just playoff hopes. I mean, the Yankees just continue to spend money. They've gotten a lot better. I mean, New York wants a World Series. I mean, they haven't won one in a while. Since Jeter. Yeah. I don't think the Rays have ever won one. Uh, they've made it They've made it to World Series, but they've never won. And the, have the Blue Jays won one? They have. It hasn't been in a long time. They did because Joe Joe Calder hit the home run to win the World Series. I believe in like the nineties. I believe so a long time. Yes, and this team could do it too. Now the Phillies, I do like what the Phillies did too, but I like the Red Sox with better. Casianos is a great hitter. Defensive five, he's butt cheeks. Real question is, who's going to be their DH? Because they also signed Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber is a better D- defender in my opinion. He's faster. Casianos is butt cheeks in the field. Okay. Trust me, I've watched him for many years. I like that outfield, though. Yeah. With, then, with my boy Bryce and Cassianos and Schwarber than whoever else they want to throw out there. Yeah. I mean, Phillies, will, they'll try to win a World Series, it looks like. They got to worry about making the playoffs first, which, I mean, their division got a lot easier with the Braves. The Braves are still going to be good. Yeah. But, I mean, the Mets made some moves. Pitching. Well, we, don't, we don't have to worry about the Mets. If their pitchers can stay healthy, though, especially DeGrom. Yeah. Because he looked great. Well, he always looks training, good, and then he gets home. Yeah, and I'm not worried about Mad Max. No, he's always good. You know, you got to worry about the Nationals too. Just kidding, just kidding. Although I am a Nationals fan. Hey, we did. Soto did avoid arbitration today, though. Signed a 17.3 million dollar contract. We're looking to sign him to a longer deal. So Soto, please don't leave. He's your only guy. We're trying to rebuild around you. We have some pretty good prospects. And talking about prospects, your boy. Bobby Witt Jr. takes over as the number one prospect in the latest top 100. As he should. He's the best minor league player in the game right now. He's going to get caught up this year, and you better watch out. He's a rookie of the year candidate already. Already, and he's not even been caught. Yeah. Okay. Do you see what he did? He hit a home run, I think, last yesterday. It was an absolute nuke. I mean, the kid's just, he's so talented. I know you really don't. There, there's a lot of guys that are talented that could get caught up this year. This could be one of the best rookie drafts, but rookie classes. I mean, you got Wando in it. You know, he, he's technically, well, he's not rookie of the year eligible, I don't yeah. think. Well, I mean, freaking Randy was, so why can't he? True, but he was in the running last year. Yeah. I mean, you could also have Torkelson, Riley Green, Adley. Adley's out. He's, he could still get called up later. He still has three months to come in, but I don't think they're going to bring him up. I think they're going to leave him down for a couple, a little bit longer after this injury. I mean, it's not like the Orioles can get any worse, so just let him heal. Yeah, don't rush him. Don't fast-track him. And I mean, just, just try, try and get a 
try and get a better draft. J Lon, you can't forget J Lon. Yeah. I mean, this is it's gonna be a great time for baseball club collectibles, even though this is this is not a big podcast on that, but so. we may talk about that later. Moving on to March Madness, a lot, a lot of upsets. Our brackets are already busted. <clears throat> Yours more than mine because you're Kentucky. You know, into the championship game. Of course, they were taken down by the 15 seed St. Peter's Peacocks. Peacocks. Let's go. Let's go. They are the third 15 seed to make the Sweet 16. Of course, last year, Oral Roberts was the second 15 seed to make it. I know you want to say something, but don't. And, of course, St. Peter's beat Kentucky and Murray State, both very good teams. And another one, another two-seed going down, Auburn got upset by Miami. That was very surprising. There's just been a lot of upsets. Of course, Illinois is out, Wisconsin's out. Big Ten really has, like, what, two teams left as I'm looking at this? I don't even think they have a No, they have one. Yeah. They have one. Purdue. Yeah, and they'll probably... No, they have two, because Michigan yeah. also. Who would have thought Michigan would have done this? So we're going to roll, roll through these games. Say, so screw our brackets, because... <laughs> That's good. I mean, one, one of mine is actually very good, one that I'm in on ESPN for money uh, in a group. I mean, I had Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, and then I picked UNC to go to the Final Four, and they could right now, because that whole, that whole bottom, the East division... It's trash. I mean, the one and two's out. The best teams, Purdue, and Purdue's not that good. So we're going to roll through these games. First, we'll start in the West. Sweet 16, moving to the Elite Eight. Who do you have, Gonzaga or Arkansas? I don't like Gonzaga, Gonzaga, but it's going to be Gonzaga. I don't think Arkansas's got – they got one play, I think. Yeah. And they have a lot. I mean, Gonzaga probably should have lost their last game, but Drew Timmy just went off – Chet had a double double. They need to beat a double double and want to get another. They need Chet to step up a little bit though. But I I have Gonzaga. I have Gonzaga winning the whole thing. I still have that. I believe they're the best team. Although Arizona's making give them a run for their money right now because Arizona's looking really good with Benedict Matron. But Texas Tech, Duke. Texas Tech. I agree with you, Duke. I they should have lost to Michigan State. It's sad that it was that close. Yeah. But for the first time really this season, we saw Duke take over in the fourth quarter and actually be able to close the game with other young players. And that was a problem they had a whole, whole season. Yes. Paulo's been playing better. Wendell Moore, who I believe is the best player on that team, has just been great. So for them, you have Texas Tech Gonzaga. We both have Texas Tech Gonzaga, who makes it to the final four. Texas Tech. I'm going Gonzaga. So, yeah. Moving on to the East, UNC, UCLA, both UCLA – Good team. Haven't been playing that well, though, with Johnny Juzang and all that. They're not – a lot of people thought they'd be a one seed this year. At least a two. They were a four seed. They have been playing well in the tournament, though. But UNC's just been yeah. great. I mean, they – if it wasn't for the refs against Baylor, they would have won by probably 20-plus because the refs really took over that game. I know a lot of people on Twitter that I saw was very mad. It seemed like the refs had – Money on Baylor, but we're not going to get into that. So, UNC, UCLA. UNC. I agree with you. Number three, Purdue versus 15, St. Peter's. I'm going to St. Peter's. I'm also going with St. Peter's. I mean, Purdue, if you could stop Jaden Ivey. Yeah, it's, you win the game. Yes. Because, I mean, yeah, they have Zach Eady in the paint. 
He's a big guy. But he Saint, misses a lot of shots. St. Peter's just plays hard, though. They play I mean, hard. They deep. play – they just play hard. I mean, like their head coach – who shares my last name, Coach Holloway. He said that he just has a bunch of New York and New Jersey guys, and they're going to play hard. They just, I mean, growing up in the streets of New York, New hustle. Jersey, and it's going to be very interesting. So, UNC versus St. Peter's. Who makes the Final Four? St. Peter's. Okay, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say UNC. It would be unbelievable if St. Peter's made the Final Four. I'm just saying it because I want to see it happen. I, I'd love to see it happen. But I don't see them getting by UNC. For UNC, though, this is – very surprising for them. They barely made the tournament. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were really not that good this whole season. Of course, their first season without Roy Williams as their head coach, who retired last year, he's been playing great. They have been playing great. Roy hasn't been playing great. He's been watching them play. I wish he was still coaching. I really – I wish he would have waited a year to retire so then possibly we could see a UNC Duke matchup in the Final Four. That's last that game. would be great. And then see Roy Williams – Coach K, last, possible last games. Yeah. That'd be unbelievable. But Roy decided to retire you early. So for you, St. Peter's versus Texas Tech, who makes championship game? Texas Tech. Okay. All, all fairy tales come to an end. I have Gonzaga and UNC. I have Gonzaga making it to the championship game. We'll go to the other side of the bracket, South Region. Arizona versus Houston. Arizona. I agree. Arizona, they, they played a tough game against TCU. Yeah. TCU played them hard, but Benedict Matron just took over. And Houston, really, I don't, I don't believe Houston's that good. Michigan versus Villanova. Villanova. I hate to say it, but I have Michigan. I hate Michigan with a passion, especially, especially hate their coach who decided to punch one of Wisconsin's coaches in the face. But Michigan's playing better. Michigan should have. They barely made the tournament as an 11 seed. They should. They were ranked like number three before the season started, because this team is very talented. Of course, they have Hunter Dickinson in the paint, who's one of the best centers, not not just in the Big Ten, but in the whole country. So I, I feel like this will be a good game. Villanova's very experienced with Colin Gillespie running point. It's going to be a close game, but I'll take Michigan. So for you, Arizona or Villanova? Probably Arizona. I have Arizona over Michigan. <clears throat> Moving to the Midwest Division, number one, Kansas versus number four, Providence. I got to go with Kansas because, you know, that's this team team I have winning the whole thing. I'll also go with Kansas. And then I would have never thought this, but the 11 seed Iowa State and 10 seed Miami. I'm going Miami. I'm also going Miami. Miami plays hard. They they just took down Auburn. I mean, Auburn was... Auburn was ranked number one for a lot of the season, and after Miami played them, looks like they shouldn't have been ranked at all. Yeah. It was a very good game for Miami. So, for you, Kansas or Miami? Kansas. I also have Kansas. Kansas or Arizona to the championship Kansas. Game. I also have Kansas. So, for you, Texas Tech, Kansas. Kansas. For me, it's Gonzaga or Kansas. I have Gonzaga winning it all, most likely. None of these picks will work out because that's just how March Madness, March Madness has been this year. So, we're going to end running through some other sports. Sam Burns won the Val- Valspar Championship in a playoff over Davis Riley. I, for one weekend, I know this surprised you. I did not watch PGA because it's too busy, too busy watching March Madness. But, congrats to Sam Burns. Of course, a few weeks away, they're doing their whatever it's called right now in Texas, the two-man thing. The Let me look it up. 
yeah, the WGC Dallas Technologies match play, I'm not too worried about that right now. What I will be worried about is in two weeks. The Masters. No. No. The Masters is in three weeks. Oh, sorry. Two weeks away is the uh, Valero yeah. Texas Open. Jordan Spieth won last year. Not Maybe he can win this year. William Byron won at Atlanta. Congrats to him. Atlanta sucks now. Yeah, it's super speedway track. It's going to be interesting to see these cars for the first time on a road course this weekend at Circuit of the Americas. <laughs> Hopefully it rains like it did last year, because I really want to see that. Oh. Moving on to F1. Charles Leclerc won the first F1 race of the season at Bahrain. I mean, Ferrari last year was straight booty cheeks. This year, already starting out with a win. And Red Bull did not have a lot of luck. And Haas has already scored more points than they did all last year. So, Well, that's because of Mick. No, it's not because of Mick. It's because of the other dude that I don't even know who he is right now. Can't think of his name. Well, Doesn't really matter. I think it was contact between someone and Mick, and I think well, torn. Well, Mick sucks. So. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mick's very good. We're on to IndyCar. Joseph Newgarden won a photo finish. At Texas, great race. Gave Roger Penske his 600th career win in motorsports. And more importantly, Jimmy Johnson, seven-time NASCAR champion, finishes sixth in his oval debut. I cannot wait until the Indy 500 to see how he runs there. And big news out of tennis. The number one women's tennis player, Ashley Barty, announced her retirement at only 25 years old. How do you feel about this? Since you're the big tennis guy. I don't really watch women's tennis, so I mean, I don't know why she retired. I don't either. I ESPN sent it out the alert last night. I I read the article. Didn't really have much. I mean, she did back out of the last tournament that they had, but she didn't really give a reason. Might be she mental health. Maybe she's maybe she's having want to have family or just want to step back. But I mean, she's the number one tennis player on women's tennis player in the world for a reason. Yes. She's very good. I, mean, she, I also saw on ESPN, and I believe she was the first Australian woman in a while to win the Australian Open. So, yes. Good luck to her in her retirement. Maybe she'll come back. She's only 25. She's a full-time lady. So, except she's not 40. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. As always, we'll be here next week, every Wednesday. Go follow the Instagram. We're going to get some stuff up on uh, YouTube possibly sometime this week especially if we go somewhere tomorrow and overall just enjoy sorry just enjoy March Madness it returns tomorrow Sweet 16 is going to be very fun who knows who's going to win it St. Peter's win it all that would be I'd love to see it'd be amazing I mean it'd be the lowest seed ever be the best March Madness in history I mean it's already up there it's one of the best March Madnesses in history I mean, it's just been upset after upset. A lot of great games, a lot of tight games. So enjoy the Sweet 16. Watch some golf if you want to this week. There's an F1 race this weekend. IndyCar, NASCAR, everything. Just enjoy sports. Hopefully there'll be some more NFL trade news for some quarterbacks. Because, I mean, Baker, Jimmy G, still need to get traded. New uh, mock draft came out. Talk about that next week. Todd McShay's mock draft. Thank you guys for listening. As always, come back here next week. Peace.